This is Mission Control, Houston. Ignition sequence start. I've been preparing for this all my life. Here's Porter on hard and taking him to school. What a great play by Jay Shante. KJ Martin climbed Bobon Mountain. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. And you've seen tonight that we, we fought together, we stayed together, and it's about damn time, man. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up and welcome to another episode of Locked on Rockets, the best and only daily podcast covering your Houston Rockets. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and partner at Apollo Media. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin, the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, as well as at Apollo HOU. Now joining us, we've got a really cool, interesting setup, you know, fun episode today. We've got first, very good friend of the show, Karthik Prasad, who is going to be co-hosting an exclusive interview here at Locked Locked on Rockets. KP, how are you doing, man? Doing great, Jackson. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Well, thanks for setting this whole thing up because now joining us is somebody who knows Jalen Green pretty well, I would say. Prolific prep coach, Joey Fuca. How's it going, Joey? Great. Thanks for having me on, guys. We're excited to have you on the show, man. It's going to be great to to learn a a lot more about Jalen Green, a guy who is potentially going to be the guy the Houston Rockets select number two overall in this upcoming NBA draft. And so it's really exciting to have you on the show. I want to start off and just we'll get the ball rolling here. And, and, you know, you kind of were talking to KP on Twitter in a reply. And that's kind of what prompted this whole thing. You said that Jalen Green is a franchise changer. Right. And I want to dive into that. We're going to, you know, attack this from all angles. But what do you mean by that? Just your opening statement, your elevator pitch for Jalen Green. Yeah, well, Jalen's a uh, Jalen's a once in a lifetime player to coach, man. I only had him his senior year, but in that short amount of six to seven months, we developed a relationship that'll be a, a lifelong relationship. Um, I tell NBA scouts all the time that it's coaching, you know, LeBron or or Kobe when they're in high school. It's just the game is is easy for them. Um, but no, what I meant by a franchise changer is Jalen's obviously a, a spectacular talent, but he's also a great uh, young man too. And I think that from on the court and off the court. Whoever is lucky enough to get him is is really getting a lucky one, and um, he's he plays for a different purpose. Jalen is uh, has a different mission, and uh, he's super dedicated, super motivated to proving uh, his worth. And so that's why I sent the t- the tweet. I was like, man, if you guys know if you don't know him personally like I do, you just know that he's going to be special. And so um, that's what I meant by my tweet. <laughs> so when when talking about Jalen Green and like kind of looking back at where he was when you first met him, I mean, what were your expectations going to? You said you got him, you know, so you got him as a senior. So you kind of already had some tape on him. You kind of already knew what you were getting. What was that first conversation with him like when you first introduced yourselves to each other? And, you know, did y'all sit, was it at a practice? Did y'all go out and, you know, just kind of casually have like lunch to get to know each other? How does that work? No, actually, we uh, the first time I've known Jalen, I mean, he grew up in Fresno. I grew up in the Bay Area, so we've always, you know, respected him and seen his highlights and seen his film. But um, the first time I met Jalen was actually on opposing sidelines. He played for the Oakland Soldiers in the spring of AAU season, and I have my own AAU program, so I actually got a chance to play him and uh, and guard him, and that, that was not fun. Um, but his senior year, uh, I can just remember him walking in the gym at Prolific and uh, we were respected each other. Um, we knew each other, uh, but honestly, it wasn't really anything different. I think it, our our relationship just kind of developed over time organically. 
Um, and Jalen's just that type of, he has that type of personality where you just want to be around that type of player. Um, and so over the course of the year, we just developed a closer relationship, but yeah, the first time I met him was on opposing sidelines. So I, I don't want to do, I don't want to experience that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead, KP, you got something? Yeah. Just, just wanted to follow up on one thing you mentioned in your opening statement around Jalen playing with a different mission, a different purpose. Yeah. What, what does that mean? I mean, we've all kind of read as much as we can about Jalen and, and your and your quotes, but what does that mean? So Jalen um, comes from a very tough neighborhood in Fresno. I don't know if you guys know Fresno at all, but um, not not a great area. And uh, there haven't been many players that have come out of that area. And, and Jalen, what I mean by a different purpose is that Jalen is a very he's very close with his family. Um, he has a very close knit circle, and I think that when you meet Jalen, you'll understand that and you'll know that just because he just plays, even when you watch him play, like he's just, he plays with a different passion. Um, and I was lucky enough to coach him for a year and, and be around him and watch film with him and break down his game with him and, and see the things that, um, you know, he needed to be a leader on. And, and so he's just, when I say a different meaning, a different purpose, Jalen is just, he's, he's really motivated. And, and I think that that's just uh, added fuel to obviously everything else that uh, is going on for him right now. I know that, you know, when, when you start talking about, you know, players of, of Jalen's caliber, you know, there's sometimes there's some questions, especially with these young guys coming out in the draft, you know, their drive, their passion for the game. And that seems to be without question for Jalen. He doesn't, you know, he has the intensity. He has the passion. He wants to be the best. You likened him to, you know, talking about coaching a, you know, a Kobe or a LeBron type. Is Jalen the best player you've ever coached? No question. Um, I've been coaching for about 10 years of my life and um, a high level high school, uh, like prep, uh, prolific prep, Montvert, IMG, you get, you do get pros, but Jalen's by far the best player I've ever coached. Probably I, I will ever coach um, just because he processes the game at a different level. Um, and I think that he's, he, he, if you watch his G League year, it took him a little while to get going because you're playing against grown men, but I have no doubt that he's going to, I mean, Jalen is, uh, even in high school, I mean, there was maybe, we played 40 games, maybe one game where he just didn't play to his potential and he knew that and he took ownership for that. Uh, but we only lost three times this senior year and one of those was a game that he didn't play to his full potential, but he took full ownership of it. Jalen is, he's just a special talent, guys. He's, he's, he, he is, uh, will only get better with the professional uh, outlets you guys have from training to more shots to more weight room. I mean, when basketball is your, uh, means of, uh, of a vehicle for for your life and your career, then I have no doubt that he's going to really, really see some a lot of improvement in his next couple months. I want to continue this conversation along, and I want to get into some of the you know specifics about some of the X's and O's like on the court about what separates Jalen from some of the other guys in this draft class. And we're going to get there after a quick message from our friends over at rockauto.com. Because look, at the end of the day, why would you want to pay up to 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same parts for your car? Go to rockauto.com. Their catalog, super easy to navigate. You can find all the brands, specifications, everything you need for your car right there at rockauto.com. And the best part is when you're checking out, when you hit it, you know, hit the little shopping cart icon you go to checkout. Be sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, chatting with coach Joey Fuca. Now, Joey, let's 
go, is it okay if I call you Joey? Should I call yeah, you coach? Okay. Yeah, totally. I'm always, I'm, I'm always worried with coaches. Cause I'm like, I want to use coach as like a title of respect and like, oh, you know, but <laughs> Joey's also like a really cool name. I'm just going to throw it out. <laughs> um, so let's, I want to get into some of the X's and O's about what separates Jalen. And I think something that, you know, has drawn the, the, the attention of so many people, you're watching his highlights, you're seeing what he was able to do in the G league. And at just 19 years of age, his ability to create separation yeah. and get his own shot yeah. is unparalleled. I haven't seen a, a kid who is that young and is able to get his the way that he does in, yeah. in quite some time. Yeah, Jalen um, really did a good job. There was a lot of questions on him in between his junior and senior year uh, when he had a good run with Team Why Not, the Peach Jam. Uh, there was a lot of questions on his jump shot, uh, just the consistency of his three ball. Um, and then what you touched on his ability to create separation, but Jalen, um, his first step is, is <laughs> it, I I've never seen it. Um, and, and when he gets downhill, it's a different conversation, but, um, but his separation is really second to none. He, he developed a, in his summer going into his senior year, he worked with, um, Brandon Payne who works with Steph Curry and, and he did a really good job of just being able to, to teach him some of that footwork stuff. And you see it with Luka Doncic. That's why. Um, Jalen really took, uh, you know, took a liking to that. And, you know, Jalen, um, from a separation standpoint, I think that when you're playing against grown men, like I was telling you, it, it'll take a little while for you to adjust to that. But he's always had an explosive first step. And when he gets to a spot, it's it's over because he's he's got a, he's got his wingspan and, and his elevation on his jump shot. So I think when he gets to a spot, it's over. I used to put him in a lot of elbow isolation stuff because it's just when he catches it there, it's really hard unless you just, you know, obviously physically foul him out of the out of the elbow spot. But no, Jalen has from a separation standpoint, guys, he's he's he is really hard to guard. Um, and I think, you know, if you get physical with him, that's probably the next thing that he's got to work on. But uh, but from a separation standpoint, I think there's there's really not many guys that are good, are better than him. And and following up on that, I mean, you kind of mentioned using him at the elbow. I mean, you can kind of see his game progressing in a couple of ways. One is kind of a one on, you know, isolation, being able to take his guys off the dribble. The other is the off ball aspect of this. And, you know, both will be important in the NBA. But how did you one, how did you coach him on that? But but two, how do you see both aspects of those game of, of his game kind of growing in the NBA? Yeah, I mean, I think um, Brian Shaw, you know, tried to element. He tried to implement some triangle stuff. And and Jalen's a he's a student of the game, man. That guy loves watching film. And and we would sit down and, and break down his stuff. And and even at the high school level, I mean, he could get whatever he wants. So it's it's a little harder to hold him accountable um, because the game is is really easy. We actually worked a ton in ball screen just with his reads. And I actually thought he developed a, a really really good decision making over the course of his senior year. I think in the NBA, um, obviously, like you touched on, there's a lot more isolation, which is great for him. I think that he, the trainers he's worked with, the coaches he's been with, it's a big testament to all those guys because he's really good at operating with minimal amount of space. Um, and especially if you leave him on an island, it's it's really tough, especially if his jump shot is is on where it's at. So um, I think he'll – whatever schemes, you know, I think that Gentry and his staff – I mean, he's – he Jalen is um, – He's a bas- He loves basketball, so he's gonna whatever he needs to do to win. Uh, he's definitely gonna learn that, and I think you know, like you guys said, I mean, he's an 18 year old kid. I think it'll take him some time to adjust to it, but I think over the course of time, it'll just continue to get better. When you talk about Jalen being, you know, kind of student of the game, loving the game, you know, enjoy, you know, diving into the film, getting in, you know, getting his hands dirty with all of this, is that 
is that really rare to find in, in a player, especially somebody his age? Or is that something that you you maybe see in guys they kind of develop over time? Or I, I'm just trying to get a you know paint a firm or paint a better picture on you know the type of again the type of guy the Houston Rockets might be potentially getting at that number two overall pick because again you look at some of the you know other players in the NBA and there might be questions about their drive to to win to to you know really be the guy for their team and it, it seems like Jalen checks all of those boxes. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of 17, 18 year olds are not as um, open to watching film and, and being critiqued. And I think that's where Jalen is, is just special because we had a lot of conversations early about how he could raise his game to the next level. And I think his whole life he's kind of been, you know, with Cade, like one, two, two, one. And so, um, you know, we really worked hard in the, in the film room. And, and I think it is to answer your question. It is unique to have that. I think at that young of an age. But Jalen's a gamer, and like you said, he's a winner, and he just he wants to win. It doesn't matter if it's a drill in practice. I tell people all the time, our our practices are more competitive than our games because he would bring it, and that's what you want from your leader. That's what you want from your best player, and and that's contagious. Um, and I think from a standpoint of winning, you know, he, he just wants to be able to be the best player he can be. And so there was a couple conversations we had where we disagreed on stuff because he's ultra competitive, and so am I. And but that's that's what developed our relationship. You know, like if I was just to roll over and let him do whatever he wanted, he wouldn't respect me. And so uh, we had a lot of different conversations about how he could improve. And it, they weren't long conversations, guys, because Jalen, again, processes the game at a, a different level. And so for me, I only had to maybe say a couple things like, hey, man, this is what I thought you could have done better. All good, coach. Like it wasn't the, these conversations weren't long conversations. I may have two or three clips for Jalen, whereas opposed to another player, I may have like 20 clips. So I had to pull him aside differently and be like, hey, man, like this is what I saw in this. He's like, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, so we developed that relationship over time. I think that his coaches, whoever gets the choice to select him is going to be really thrilled with how advanced and mature he is in that in that aspect. Speaking on on your relationship with Jalen, what are I mean, I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and I'm assuming that you guys are still in contact and kind of talking a little bit. What are some of those, you know, what are some of the conversations been like leading up to the draft? You know, just words of encouragement or, you know, has he reached out to you? What's what's that look like? No, I mean, me and Jalen's relationship is different. I mean, Jalen, he's a very private kid, although he's obviously big on social media. He very he keeps his circle pretty tight and he knows how much I respect him. He respects me. We don't text every day. We don't, I don't call him ever. I don't, we have a unique relationship where, um, we, we respect one another, but we don't, we also give each other space. I know he's, you know, he's living in LA right now training and, and he's doing his thing and and that's totally cool. And he's got a lot of people in his ear and in his circle and trying to get to him. And so I kind of give him his space and, um, I'm actually going to be in LA this weekend. So I'll try to connect with him, but other than that, guys, I don't I don't really that's why we have our relationship that we do, because I don't press it. He knows that I, I only go to him unless um, I'm either congratulating him or I've always told him, hey, look, I'm always here for you for advice or uh, mentorship. And I think that that's kind of where we separate um, from other people in his life. I do. I, and I do want to kind of shift gears here in just a moment and, and focus on the other side of the basketball because we 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 kind of talk about the offensive side of Jalen Green's game. I do want to focus on you know his defensive side and yeah. kind of some of the areas that I think might be you know might have some criticisms uh, from yeah. from people you know at the at the next level. And we're going to get there after a quick message yeah. from our friends over at BetOnline.ag because look at the end of the day, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You got baseball season in full swing. NBA season has concluded. 
included. But they've also got you covered for UFC, MMA, you name it. They've got it over at Bet Online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's time to get in on the action. You can do that using promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Now, Coach, I want to focus on the defensive side for Jalen Green right now because I think one area that has been you know, a bit of a concern for Jalen is can he be you know, like a two-way player at that next level? Can he be you know, a, a two-way force at the NBA level? And we, we've, we've seen like interview clips and, and comments from him talking about you know, how he wanted to improve at the, you know, on the defensive side. That's what he told his coaches when he first got into the the G League bubble. Yeah. And when you look at, you know, the strides that he's made since you coached him and, and, you know, how he's improved his game, do you see, I mean, he's got the tools there, but what what do you see out of him on that side of the floor? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's always a question mark when you're talking about, you know, a top five lottery pick is can he play on both sides of the ball? And, uh, you know, that was a that was an area, not of concern, but, um, I held him accountable. I, I think, that, you know, a kid that has all the intangibles of a, you know, a seven foot wingspan and, and athleticism that he does, you know, there is no excuses for, um, especially at the high school. I mean, we had, there was a couple times where Jalen decided, all right, I'm going to guard, I'm going to take the other team's best player and he's not going to score. Um, Harrison Ingram from a uh, kid from Texas going to, Stanford is a top 100 player, and and I remember we were actually playing at the Mavericks Arena, and he's like, "I'm going to guard him," and it's it's done. Um, and that was the first time that I had finally kind of gotten through to him. Is like, "Hey, man, we need you to step up right now and and be our best defender." And that was cool to see that. I think that for him, uh, just the willingness to to guard and 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 to sit down to stance and to keep your man in front. I think for him, the physicality aspect is going to be. Uh, one that he'll adjust to, obviously playing against guys that are veterans, right? You're talking about guys that, you know, for Jalen, he's going to have to guard probably one through three. Um, you got to switch out. You're going to have to guy, you have to guard guys that are bigger, stronger, quicker. Um, and so I think he's going to have no problem with it. I just I think he's going to have to, from a coaching aspect and also a weight room standpoint. I think those are the things any any 18 year old kid would be coming into the NBA. I mean, I remember Kobe Bryant when he first came in the NBA was a skinny 18 year old and and just had to adjust to the speed of the game. And, and I think the defensive side is where Jalen's really going to have to sit and lock in. Uh, I have no doubt he's going to be able to do it. I just think uh, from a coaching standpoint, you know, from a footwork uh, and different schemes, right. Cause the NBA has a lot of different schemes, whether you're switching ball screens, hard hedging, trapping, you know, so I think there's a lot of things, right. Um, When you're guarding the best players in the world. I mean, you're talking about, the highest level of basketball. So I think for Jalen, um, a physicality standpoint, but also coaching, I think he's going to have no problem uh, understanding the different schemes of the NBA. And and on that, I mean, where do you think his, so where do you think his natural talent or instincts are? Is it, is it guarding one-on-one? Is it kind of in team defensive s- settings or how, how do you, what do you think he can lean on as he, as he, as he finds his footing defensively in the NBA? Yeah, it's a good question. I think, you know, for Jalen, he's always been a good team defender. Again, from a coaching standpoint, it's like being in the right place at the right time. So that's easy, watching film and understanding that, the different schemes that, you know, coaches have. And then I think from a one-on-one standpoint, it's honestly just a willingness to be like, all right, this guy's not going to go by me. Um, And he's not going to be able to catch. I think at the NBA, when guys catch at the certain spots they want to catch it, 
it's over. You know what I mean? So you, you have to work just as hard defensively to make sure that they don't do that because for Jalen, it's almost the same. It's like, dude, look, if you catch the ball at the elbow, you know it's a problem for the defense. So it's the opposite for him. He's got to think that way. He's, that mindset has got to be, hey, this is where this guy likes to catch the ball. This is what this guy likes to do. You know, if he's 58% going right, then you got to make a go. You know, so different schemes that he's got to be able to learn. And I have no doubt he's going to be able to do it. I think it's just a learning. It's a learning curve. You know what I mean? It's it's when you're 18 years old and you're going to the NBA and you're playing against the best players, I think he's going to learn. Um, but, again, it's taking away – the game of basketball is very simple. It's taking away the other team's strength. So if, for Jalen, if he's guarding a Devin Booker or if he's guarding these type of players, you got to be able to know what he does really well and then be able to give it all, give it your all every possession because let's face it these guys are going to get what they're, they're going to get what they want to get so your job is to basically limit them in the best opportunities every single possession when when looking at Jalen too, I think there's an area of his game that's kind of underrated, honestly, is his passing, right? Everybody looks at him as a certified bucket, but he's got some serious passing chops there as well. Is that something that you noticed like right away when you were coaching him? Did it kind of start to develop over time? It, has he had a natural inclination? To, and do you think he can be like a legitimate playmaker at the NBA level? We actually didn't have a point guard his senior year, so he played a lot of point guard for me. And he really did a good job. I mean, obviously this is a high school level and we played a high, I mean, we played a high level high school and we were playing against, you know, a bunch of different teams that have multiple pros that are actually in the draft this year. Um, but Jalen actually played a lot of point guard for me and he did a really good job. I think in transition, he was really, really good. I mean, he's, when he gets North to South, it's, it's really a tough time for the defense, but he learned that defenses sag defenses were sitting in the lane. And so I think that he made the game easy for himself by kicking and making the open read, but, I think Jalen's decision-making, like you said, I think is really an underrated facet of his game. I think Jalen is – he's really, really good uh, decision-maker. And I think that will just continue to improve. I mean, when you're talking about four other guys on the floor, you know, Porter Jr., I mean, you talk about some of these guys that are, that are really, really good players. I mean, he's going to make the game easy for them. And so I think whatever scheme he's put in, whether he's a point guard, whether he's a two, none of that stuff really matters other than can you make plays and can you make plays for other players. So I think – Jalen has no problem doing that, and um, I think you're you're absolutely right, Jay. I think he's he's definitely going to make some um, some people surprised on how good of a pass he is. You know, we're 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 having this whole discussion, and we're uh, less than a week away, actually, exactly a week away from the uh, the NBA draft. By the yeah. time that you'll be able to uh, listen and, and watch this episode as we air it out, but yeah. you know what. What do you think about about the potential destination of Houston as as a landing spot for Jalen and for who he is as a person and as you've come to know him? You know, how does that look like an enticing landing spot for him to you at least? I I love it. I mean, talking about Houston's one of the, the storied franchises of the NBA. I think the current situation of the team needs a guy like that. I think that um you know, the word rebuild, I, I don't know if you want to use that, I guess. But look, anytime you're getting a top five pick, you're going to – it's a wise investment, right? There's a lot of things that go into it. There's a lot of background. There's a lot of studying. Um, and I think for Jalen, you know, Houston, um, when it first kind of popped up, was like, man, like that would be an awesome place for him. It's somewhat close to the West Coast, right? It's kind of in the middle. But uh, it's a storied franchise. Got a new coach. You got some new young talent. I think what better opportunity? I mean, you know, anytime, like I said, anytime you get a top five pick and um, 
I'd love to see him in, Rock, in a Rockets uniform. I think he would do really well. I think the West, I think the Western Conference is obviously, you know, it, it's loaded. But I think over the course of time, I think that Houston wants to win. I think their management wants to win, and I think that he's only going to help that. Um, I, I guess my, my one of my final questions that I that I wanted to tee up for you is just what are you most looking forward to for Jalen at the next level? Right, you, you you had the chance to coach him. You've seen his progression. You've seen him go through the G League, and now he's about to you know go through the NBA draft. What are you most excited for for him? You know, w- once he becomes an NBA player, which you know potentially knock on wood with the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yeah, I Jalen, look, anytime a kid has a goal of, of doing something like this, it's a really live, you know, it's a high it's a high goal, right? It's a lifetime goal. It's a it's a goal that a lot of kids have, right? And then you figure out, you know, through the course of your life that this is a really hard goal. <laughs> and I think for Jalen, you know, he has had this goal and ever since I met him, ever since I've known him, that's what he wants to do. And I think that, you know, when a kid achieves that and you're a part of that, you know, I always tell people I'm so grateful to be a part of his journey, just a small part, because he's just such a special kid. And so when somebody like that achieves that goal, it's like, man, like, you know, you just there's just an overwhelming emotion. You know what I mean? And, and even I can feel it now. It's like, man, like he's really putting uh, this on the map for him and his family and his his city, he just put in a new basketball court in Fresno and there was a ton of uh, motivation around that, a ton of people that were just super grateful for that. And so I think wherever he lands, guys, you know, obviously it would be nice to be in a Rockets uniform. For me, it's just it's it's just an overwhelming gratitude, you know what I mean? And, and I think when a kid works that hard of achieving that goal, you know, it's like, all right, that's that is pretty cool. You know what I mean? And, and I think over the course of time, like there's going to be some doubters. There's going to be, that's just the course of NBA basketball. It's like, you know, okay, you get drafted and then you got to go prove everybody wrong. And then you got every year, it's like something different, right? Cause when you're that high of a pick, there's a lot of expectations and there's a lot of people that are waiting for that. Right. But I think for Jalen, for me specifically as his head coach for his senior year, just grateful to be a part of the journey. I'm grateful to have met him and I'm super grateful to see him in whatever uniform he lands. KP, any final thoughts? Um, no, I mean, I, I think I think this has been just incredible to get your perspective. Maybe one one last question for yeah. you. Yeah. If just to go back to the beginning here, full circle around franchise changer, yeah. and you, just the impact that Jalen would have on the guys around him. You just speak to that a little bit, or um, you know, he's going to be joining in. I think a young team wherever he goes, you know, you think about the, the top two, top three, just the impact and the, the ability to elevate others. Um, maybe you should speak to that as a kind of a closing note on, on what, uh, what sets him apart there. Yeah. I think, you know, Jalen just from his senior year, you know, we had another McDonald's all American, Amari Burnett, <clears throat> who's a top 25 player, great player. And um, we, we had eight, eight high major players ended up um, graduating that year. So, uh, it wasn't like we had a bunch of guys that didn't know what they're doing. Um, and he, Jalen has this, um, he has this ability to capture people around him and he, he doesn't do it purposely. He just organically, you just like being around him. That's why I said a franchise changer because he's not, look, he's a lottery pick from a terms of a skill put skilled, you know, high flyer, go down the lane and dunk on you. But he also is, an amazing kid. And I guess I should say man now, cause he's 18, 
but he has the ability to capture not only the fans. I mean, the fans are going to love him. And even when he was in high school, we had a you know a flock of players or uh, kids that would follow our games and ask for his autograph. I mean, it was it was actually pretty surreal. But he also has that with his teammates, and he's he really has the ability to have all other four guys just motivated towards winning. And he's really competitive in that aspect, but he's also a really good teammate. He loves getting others involved. He loves picking up others when they make a mistake. He's really good at being coachable. And that's why I said franchise changer, because he's it's not when people saw that, they're probably like, oh, yeah, it's just another guy. It's no, he, he really he really can change a franchise because he has that aspect about him. I've been around a, I've been around a lot of good players, but I've never been around somebody that, that that's that good, that young. And I'm talking about from a lot of different aspects, not just on the court. He's an amazing young man, and he has a flock. And he's actually – his mom is Filipino, so now he has that aspect that he has a different culture that's following him now. And so I think he really is playing for a lot here, guys, and it's not – whenever you're a part of something like that, it's pretty cool to see because he just has this persona about him. And if you guys ever get the chance to meet him, you'll see that and you'll understand that from this conversation. It's like, man, like – if I could tell everybody about him, like I would. And and so uh, from his coach, like that's I that's why I respond to your tweet because I'm like, man, like I saw that. I'm like, I don't think these guys really know who he is. <laughs> and a lot of people don't either. Um, I was just fortunate to know him for eight months and be really close to him. So I think that's how I'd answer that question. I think that he, whoever gets him, you know, hopefully Rockets, right, has a chance to really see a kid that just plays for a different meaning and and has um, just a, a, a willingness to, to win. So. Coach, this has been an incredible conversation. We both really appreciate you taking the time to be here. I'm sure the listeners and viewers really, you know, love this insight. It's really great to get a glimpse kind of behind the curtain as to, you know, the type of guy that, that Jalen Green is, the type of man that he is, and, and yeah. the type of, you know, franchise-changing type ca- uh, player uh, the Houston Rockets might find in their midst in less than a week. So uh, really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Any Anything you want to throw in before we let you get out of here? No, I think I really appreciate you guys for having me on. and and. Um... Would love to love to stay in touch. Anything I can do to help you guys, and uh, I'll let you know if I get in touch with Jalen this weekend. I'm hopefully going to see him down there in uh, Thousand Oaks. He's training down there in LA, and I actually haven't seen him in a little while, um, just because he's been you know traveling and doing his thing. And obviously, with a pandemic going on, there's just a lot of less visibility with people. So, um, but no, I really appreciate you guys having me on, and, and please keep me in touch if you guys need anything. Absolutely, thanks, Coach. Thanks for taking the time. All right, guys, have a good week. Thank you. All right. That is going to do it for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our interview with Coach Joey Fuca. It was great. KP did a phenomenal job co-hosting the episode. It was I, I thought it was pretty great. I got some pointers for him a little bit later on, but no, just got to throw some jabs at him now that he's off camera. But that is going to do it for today's episode. Be sure, if you haven't checked it out yet, be sure to check out our Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got all your local experts throwing out picks, trades, analysis, all throughout the week. Go check it out if you haven't yet. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the show, our brand new YouTube channel, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast. But for today's show, that is going to do it. As always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.